Sling and the Biscuit, episode 24, presented by Manscaped.com. On behalf of Pat Shane and myself, welcome. Welcome to our weekly episode of the podcast, dropping every Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern. We're happy you joined us. We're happy you're with us. We also have a guest this week. This guy's got more teeth than I know. Nobody <laughs> on this planet has more teeth than this guy. Welcome to our guest this week, Jesse Pollock. Our intro song was uh, Leader of Men by Nickelback. I'm a little bit uh, all over the place this morning, this afternoon, this evening, but that's okay. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. You intro me with Nickelback and then shirt me for having too many teeth. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> what a hot start. I'm I'm out of the loop now. What's what's the teeth joke here? What's going on? I was just saying he's got a nice so, smile. Look at those chompers. You're he's telling just, me about a nice smile, hey? So I like it, dude. Alligator. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I love my smile. I love all my teeth. That's your name, every one of them. So uh, they're my babies. And uh, thanks for having me, fellas. Are you guys both from Winnipeg? No, I'm uh, I'm from Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, sorry. an American I guy. I see that main jersey in the back, and I'm like, there's no way this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in Winnipeg right now, Jesse, or no? Nah, I'm in Toronto, but I was in Winnipeg recently. Uh, it was great. Took a little vacation time, did some camping with my boys. Just what a place in the summer. What's your camping spot of choice? I went to a lake called Kakagi Lake. So it's actually in Ontario. Um, really beautiful. It's it's um, it's east of Kenora. Um, yeah, it's just, there's just beautiful, beautiful lakes just in that area. So unfortunately, it's it's still considered Ontario, but we I'm just going to say it's Manitoba for the sake of this podcast. He's got a great smile, a whole lot of teeth. He loves camping. He's a nature guy. Right. Yeah. He's kind of he's kind of a big deal. He's got more followers than Pat and I combined, but he's not verified. That's the one dagger in the heart. Ooh. Yeah. So you're not oh. officially you. No one actually knows if it's you or not. <laughs> yeah. Am I real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, th- well, thanks, fellas. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, taking things day by day in that department, I suppose. But <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Tra- well, Trav's in a long distance relationship. I like telling all our guests about it. So just to remind him that he's, you know, not having sex right now. And cro- <laughs> cro- across the pond. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's tough. Yeah. Just a quick little reminder. If you love the podcast, as always, we've got the video format. So if you want to see my great pink room, you see this, my little, my little bachelor's cave here, my new place, my second or third place since moving into Sweden, you can see that in the video version on YouTube. If you are on the go, you know, maybe you're going to work. Maybe you hate your job. Well, guess what? We're on uh, Apple and Spotify. So you can listen at any point in time. You can even see Pat's beautiful face and his beautiful background at any point in time on the YouTube version. Yeah, I hung a couple of jerseys. Got a jersey, a little thing. It's it, homemade, all homemade. So it's pretty cool. Come check it out on the YouTube version. Boys, where are you in Sweden? Because my, my little bro actually played in Sweden for a couple of years or for a year. Uh, so I'm in Varberg. It's about uh, an hour outside of Gothenburg. Well, actually, that's a lie. I'm, I'm in Homestad, which is an hour outside of Varberg, which is an hour outside of Gothenburg. So two hours outside of Gothenburg. All right, cool. Are you guys both playing out there together? No, no, no. no. So I'm Pat. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm I'm in uh, Massachusetts. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah no. I uh, I'm playing this year in the in the coast for Worcester. Oh yeah, good for you, man. So. That's 
Um, yeah, Jesse, I'll paint, a, I'll paint a real picture here for you. Okay, he's the real pro. He gets paid real money. As you can tell, he played four years at Maine. He's got an education. He's good looking, all that kind of stuff. I'm the phony. I'm I'm the rubbish <laughs> over here. Okay, that's that's basically the synopsis. I mean, you didn't have to tell me, man. I can see that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding. There you go. I'm always looking immaculate, if I'm being completely honest. You, you like this? That, that, that yeah. mullet is... I'm jealous. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little jealous. Uh, my little brother actually played in fall shipping. So, do you guys know where that is in Sweden? I don't know. Nope. I well, if you don't know where it is while living in Sweden, Pat and I sure as hell don't know where it is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on a map, at least. Um, Sounds like a good time over there, though. I, I usually go by: is it near Stockholm, or is it near Gothenburg, or is it by Malmo? One of the three. And if it's not one of the three, then I don't know. And I forget, but I was in Malmo for a day myself back in the day, and I just remember going to like a, a couple of nudie stores, like nudie jeans. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Love it. always been rocking nudies. But anyways, <laughs> what's uh, what's your hockey background? Did you did you play growing up? How long did you play? Trav and I guess play in the same system, right? Uh, <laughs> I played. Although I was a year older, man. I, Trav, how did I like? We, we must have crossed paths at some point. You played Hawks in the ninety. What? How old are you? Ninety six. Man, you're three years younger than me. Jeez, Louise, you look older than me. Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks. Great. Um, so I played Monarchs. Uh, so like Triple A, same league as Travis, but I'm a '93. Uh, I'm trying to think if I would know even any '96s. You would have played with uh, Trombay, Trombley, and uh, Lewis and all those guys, eh? No, so I know I know Trombley really pretty well like spencer's is uh i've known spencer for a long time like zach franco michael sinqua yep yeah so warren's my best friend uh but like michael sinqua zach franco gray mcbain uh brandon lauder if you know who lauds is no crazy guy uh so yeah i i, I know all those guys um but first oh, we God. have to take a quick commercial break to thank our first sponsor today the folks at anchor We'll just bring it back because we, ta- we were talking um, your hockey pass. Yes. Um, how long did you play for? So I played – I guess I played – I'm playing hockey since I was probably like five, four or five. I don't know. Like really young. Uh, love it. Um, played for like – I don't know. I was always kind of a guy. I was always like a bit of an underdog when I played hockey. Like mm-hmm. – at first, I wasn't, we didn't make the team I always wanted to make, and then I would make the team, and then I'd ride Pine, and then ride Morton, It happens. Everyone wouldn't think I was going to make a team, and then I would make that team, and then I would ride, ride Pine on that team. <laughs> <laughs> so I was still kicking slivers out of my butt, boys. Uh, it's been, uh, it's been, uh, you know, I, I, I love the game, and I'm honestly really happy that I'm in a place with hockey where, like, you know, I can have a little more fun with it. I always had fun playing hockey, but, like, you know what it's like to be young and, and playing competitive hockey. Sure. It's serious. You have parents who are just, like, taking their kids' hockey way too seriously. Yeah, yeah. And, like, even, like, talking crap about you. Like, I remember, like, hearing that, like, parents are talking crap about me. I'm like, man, like, right. <laughs> I'm, like, a 12-year-old kid. Like, super you, weird. Get out of here. So, and it's funny because when I was younger, I had coaches who had favorites and, one coach in particular, I'm not going to say who. He definitely had his favorite. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be laughing to know that I've probably been on the ice with more NHL players than any <laughs> teammates in the past. Uh, 
specifically because just for content purposes. So that's always like, I always have a good laugh about that. So I love the game. I love hockey. I, I think there's a lot of, so many great things about it. Obviously there's a lot of things about hockey culture that needs a lot of work, but um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm part of my job, I guess. And part of the bar down team, we always look for ways that we can, you know, help improve culture, make hockey more fun and things like that. So uh, I'm, yeah, I don't know. Boys, I just I just love puck. I, I love it. That's it's, unreal. It's contagious, it's man. It's a contagious it's, feeling and an atmosphere. Eh? Uh, it, just, it gets you hooked. It, it's like, uh, can, can we talk about drugs and the fact that hockey? It's like a drug. It just keeps you. It just keeps you coming back for more. You're hooked and you can't get enough. A hundred percent. You, it's, uh, you know, you literally you become addicted to the game and and it becomes just such a big part of who you are. And yeah. Not that I personally have ever done any hard addictive drugs, for the record. <laughs> um, I, but, none of us have. Yes, I, 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 I completely agree. It's, it's hockey's just a, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, so you definitely get that, like, you know, the high feeling when you're playing. You know, it's, and that's something uh, I've always kind of been curious of, like, you know, when you're done with it, do you kind of feel lost a bit but you've you've kind of just continued into hockey you know you've been able to stay in it which is which is super cool how did you how did that come about like obviously <clears throat> you work with bar down or were you one of the founders like how did that come about there so so my boss dave cricks is the founder and there were a couple people working there when i started interning daniel zekchevsky who's the voice of the quizzes uh, another guy named Daniel Bruno, who did a lot of work for Barn Island at the start. Another guy named Danny Wright, who's now, he manages the Jay and Dan social media pages. Uh, he's like the, the head guy for that. So, and Z does so much more than just the quizzes. He makes so much content at TSN. He's really like one of the, old, like the original guys. Uh, so I remember I was, it was my first day at Ryerson. I went to Ryerson uh, University in their sport media program. I guess they're going to be changing the name. Uh, so maybe I, at the time it was called that. Are they changing uh, the school? They're not Ryerson anymore? Yeah, they're changing the name. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was our first day. We had an orientation at TSN. I remember we seeing Gino Retta. He was doing a hit for that hockey. And it was some of the most important advice I remember. You know, the, the most important advice that resonated with me during my time at Ryerson, he said, Everyone, we know what you can do in school. We want to see what you can do outside of school. So I took that to heart. I started brainstorming ways that I could, you know, try to, like, get into the industry. Just kind of show people what I'm, what my mind is like. Mm. So I messaged someone who was closely attached with Ryerson, and he was one of the VPs at TSN at the time. Uh, I just sent him a, a message with an idea that I had an email, cold email. He put me in touch with uh, Dave, who you know had just started bar down really i told dave about my idea and then he said i like he just offered me an internship on the spot i thought i was just coming in for a tour of tsn and, and without even thinking i said yes so really my first job at tsn was i had to go to jurassic park and wear an inflatable dinosaur costume and hold a little bar down flag and like, <laughs> I, I had people like punching me in the face at jurassic park like people like pouring beer on me like just, i had no regard like didn't remember that like a person was in this costume during Raptors games. Right. <laughs> and my, my boss really, yeah. And then more time went by and I was still thinking of ways that I could really establish myself. And then like Z and Corwin, they had this idea to do the quizzes and, and, and Dave said, yeah, let's experiment with it. And I think that that's where I personally, I mean, for all of us, we got to show our personality, but 
that's where I really felt most comfortable being in front of the camera. And then from there, I think like, you know, people start to like all of our personalities and, and my boss just gave us more opportunities and more opportunities. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I really consider myself just to be an average hockey guy who grew up in Winnipeg and just like love the game and knew what it was like being, in, you know, kind of understanding what hockey's about and yeah. the fun side of it. And I just want, you know, my goal is to kind of like, people of all ages, but particularly kids, I want to give them some fun content to consume in an appropriate matter and uh, show that, like, you know, there's a lot of negative things about hockey too, right? A lot of negative things. Yeah, yeah. Want to, you know, I think our goal of bar down, we kind of want, we want, we not kind of, we do want to eliminate those limit, those uh, negative aspects and just show that the game of hockey is a lot of fun and it can be fun in a very appropriate way. I, I like the mindset there. I mean, I think, you get caught up in in hockey when you're playing a lot and it becomes it can might become not fun for you you know if you're maybe you're not playing a lot on your team like you're, if you're riding the bench <clears throat> or just having well, a few bad part. games yeah yeah you know like I, <laughs> we've all had <clears throat> moments or if whether we're not the top guy or not like where we're not playing it's not the ideal situation you kind of forget to have fun with it so it's, i think it's important obviously to to bring fun into it that doesn't you know so uh, have to go be all about playing time and you know that you just have fun because you're playing the sport you know so I, I i mean i love that message you got going there like how uh how long ago was that when you then you started becoming like the personality on uh on camera how long ago back was that thanks man and uh i guess our first quiz video must have been in i think 2018 must have been the first uh no no before maybe 2017 was probably our first quiz or like the beginning of 2018 uh and i don't know i just like i've always had this first of all i I just want to say like i'm i'm extremely lucky to work with the people who i work with like i can't stress enough how good of a team bar down is and um just, just, just everyone together makes, makes the team what it is. And everyone is like really there for one another and everyone wants to help each other out. And I think that that's rare to see in a lot of work fields, a lot of teams, mm-hmm. especially in the sport media industry. And, and I, I really, I really love my coworkers and like, I know everyone probably feels the same way about themselves, but personally I would not be, I would not, I would not be close to where I am in the industry without my coworkers. Um, so I, I don't know, I guess I just wanted to get that out of the way, not to be all cheesy and stuff, but it's true. So I, probably in 2017 and then from there, we all really worked together to build something special. And like, I think the sky is still the limit for Bar Down. I think there's, you know, there's still a lot more that we can do and want to do. And uh, I'm really excited to see what the future holds there. So yeah, it's been an absolutely wild ride and I'm, I'm just very like i just consider myself so fortunate to uh, to be you know to be in the position that i'm in yeah the, the part that i find the most interesting about that is is and feel free to correct me if, if i'm wrong but it's mostly an industry dominated by people who are you know they're looking out for their next big cut their next big paycheck or their next big break and so the fact that and and i don't know about pat but i get that same vibe that you're describing like when i watch the you know the bar down the tsn bar down stuff is that it's a it's a team coming together um and distributing the content through the multiple platforms in in that same environment, and the fact that everybody's willing to kind of help each other out and kind of get on, like you mentioned, that that team vibe that's so addicting and, and it gets you hooked. 
it, it's it's kind of cool to hear, man, because it does come across like that, like that team vibe. Yeah, like I I gotta be honest, it, you really are. It's it's like what you see in the cameras. I mean, obviously, like we have. Don't get me wrong. The bar down team works extremely hard, and and we have some very stressful moments. Like like you know, like every job, we definitely experience our stress. We have to reach deadlines. We have to, you know, we have to do certain things. We have to get a lot of work done. All these things. There's things that were that are expected of us. But I mean, what you see on camera is really what you is what you would get off the camera too. Like we're such good friends, and and I mean like. I, we go for when when things are normal, like we we go for wings and we go for meals like pretty frequently, and we're always chat, chatting with each other. We have like most people have each other's numbers. Like it's it's just a very very close team, and I think that that's what really makes Bar Down so special. Is that like it, we are a genuine group. It's weird. I've been working on Pat trying to get his phone number for about two years. Still no luck. <laughs> <laughs> Guy keeps yeah, telling me, yeah, my phone's not working. <laughs> yeah, our podcast want, team. He doesn't want those charges texting you in Sweden. Yeah, job. it's a lot, yeah. man. <laughs> you have oh, to block. I have to block him. <laughs> FaceTime calls in the middle of the night because he's on Sweden time. It gets creepy. You, you know what? Actually, I, I was having a, I was having this out, not out, but like having a conversation with my mom, my dad about this the other day. Because like in, so in Sweden, like the way I've kind of done my phone setup is. I have like my Canadian phone, my Canadian SIM card. I ditch it when I get here. I get like a pay-as-you-go kind of like a almost like a burner phone kind of setup, and it's like month to month. Like you know, like call in Sweden, you receive calls from Sweden. So like they're calling me, and my dad's like, "Why do I have this weird Swedish lady telling me something in Sweden? Like what's going on?" And my dad, if you're not in Sweden and you're not a Swedish number, I can't accept your calls. So we got a FaceTime. <laughs> it's easy with Wi-Fi. Oh, dude, you know what's crazy is like the fact that like. Like you and me or you and Pat or sorry, like me and you and, and me and Pat, like we're 7,000 kilometers away or even like my family, like, but like with, with FaceTime, it, it doesn't feel like it. It feels like you're just down the street. You know, we got a little roadblock in between seeing each other or hanging out. It's, it's incredible. The technology nowadays, eh? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like I'm not too far from you guys at all right now. So this is our ad break. We're thankful for our, our sponsor Manscaped and uh, using the code. What is the code traps? Biscuit, just biscuit, all caps. K-I-D, or K-I-T, I can't even spell it. Biscuit. Wow. And in America, and I feel like most places besides Trav's world, I don't, I'm actually curious if you say it Z or Z, I say Z, it's Z, B-I-Z-K-I-T, but you can get the lawnmower, it is the best um, for manscaping if you, you know, hairy face, hairy chest, wherever you need to shave and trim up to look fresh and ready to go. You know, whether it's in, in the locker room, out in public on the beach, you know, last month of summer here, or you're just trying to look fresh, you got a nice date coming up, you need to have a clean shave, clean oh. chest, you don't want the hair coming out, the call, uh, the little collar there might be a bad look, or it's a good look, you might have the nice length on it, but that's what's perfect about the Manscaped lawnmower is there's combs, and you can adjust the setting. There's three combs, Trav, if I'm correct? Four. Four, four lengths. One, two, a three, four and a four, lengths. baby. Here's the deal. I'm going to tell you this. We're, we're all built a little bit differently in this day and age, right? Some people a little hairier, some people less hairier. But guess what? We have the tools to take care of it. So maybe you want to get it right down to the wood, right? I like it right down to the wood. Maybe you do too. You can do that. You want to add a little bit of length. You want a number two. You want a number three. You know, you, you got that back hair. You know, you want to trim your beard up. You want to look as fresh as Jesse does, you know, right down to the wood there too. You got options. You're going to go to manscaped.com. You're going to use the promo code BISCUIT. 
B-I-Z-K-I-T or B-I-Z-K-I-T. You're going to get an exclusive 20% off free shipping. doesn't matter where in the world you are. You know, you're in Europe, North America, South America, Asia, uh, Antarctica. Am I missing any of the continents there or is that about it? I think it's, it's most of them, I think. Free shipping. <laughs> Shipping's on the house, point being. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring the podcast. We love you guys as always. Thank you for helping us out. <laughs> All right, welcome, welcome back. Thank you to our sponsors, Manscaped, and uh, now we're back to the podcast and start it back up. Trav has a nice story that uh, about about a bicycle. Trav, if yes. you want to take it away. Okay, so I've been with my team for about uh, about three weeks, a little under three weeks now and change. And uh, so the, I'm in my second living situation. The previous living situation, I was kind of out, kind of in the bush, like there wasn't really a lot of access to like buses or trains or that kind of stuff. Um, so it's getting a little bit hard to get around. So uh, one of the one of the owners says to me, he's like, uh, "Would you like a bike?" I'm like, "Okay, sure. I mean, I wouldn't mind some wheels. You know, you know, get kicking, get you know, get out about, kind of see around the area. You know, it seems like a pretty good idea. Get some exercise, get that cardio in." So I said, "Sure." So the guy you know delivers a bike on my front porch of, of my little shed the next day, and I walk outside. I look at this bike, and this I swear to God, this bike was made when the Titanic was still floating, man. Like like it is an ancient artifact, this bike. But hey, wheels are wheels. And I'm excited, you know, I get to go on a little journey, you know, there's a bunch of cow farms, a bunch of sheep farms, a bunch of, you know, you know, nature stuff out and about. I'm excited to go experience this. So, you know, I, I hop on the bike, I get her in gear, I get her going. And, uh, you know, I got my, I got my camera out, I got my vlog camera, because I want to, I want to document this. This is an exciting experience for me, because I got my own bike. My team got me a bike. So I'm rolling, I got my camera in my one hand, I got the wheel on the other. I'm, I'm, I'm looking pretty sweet, if I'm after, you know, I do see so myself. And I start going down this hill, right? And I'm filming, I'm talking to the vlog, picking up a little bit of steam. It looks kind of cool. My hair is blowing in the wind. I say, you know what? We're getting a little bit too much steam here. We've got to dial her back, right? right? Very relatable. We've got to dial her back here. So I go to squeeze the brake. Nothing happens. The brake is not working at all. And I'm going down this hill with a camera in one hand and my other hand on the other wheel. And I'm coming right down, picking up steam, and I'm about to run into a tree, okay? So I got I to gotta divert. Right, like I'm not going straight to a tree, otherwise I wouldn't make the podcast for today. So I gotta, I gotta swing a hard right hand turn with my one hand. And this is a European style bike. If you've never seen a European style bike, it's very different from a North American style bike. It's like uh, one of those those bikes you picture with like with the basket, you know, they're riding through Amsterdam, like that. Like that's the kind of bike I got. So I swerve a sick right hand turn. I miss the tree. Now I'm picking up some steam here, and I and I, I got the app called Strava. It like documents like your bike rides, like to see like how fast you're going, calories burn, that kind of stuff. And so I'm rolling at this point. I'm going about 25, 30 miles an hour. No joke. This is what the app is recording. I'm picking up steam down this hill. So I've accepted, okay, I'm going to wipe out here. And do I wipe out on the road or do I wipe out in the bush beside the road? But there's an electric fence for the cattle and the sheep. And, and like, we're, we're rolling the dice here. It, it, like, I, I, this is all on film, too. So was this today? What, when this was, was this? This was two days ago. This is two days ago. You had a tough week, Trav. It's been a tough week, dude. So I'm going full steam, and I say, okay, I gotta, I gotta bail right when the, you know, the concrete road meets the the weeds. And so I bail. The weeds are like three feet high, so my camera just lands right in the weeds. We're good. My bike does a whoop, just a 360 about seven times into the weeds, and then I just plant right into the weeds, into the into the dirt, right beside the fence. And man, my shoulder, my back, my I, it was a miracle. I got up. And the first concern I had was where are my AirPods? I had to find my AirPods, right? They're in. Yeah. AirPods. Well, let me explain this to you. Okay. So I'm going full tilt, full steam here. I crash. 
the AirPods come out because they're not really that stable. Like they're good, you know, as is, but they're not stable for a crash. I'm like, where are my AirPods? So, you know, I, I get my phone, I turn on find my iPhone, and apparently you can ding them. So like, you go and find your iPhone, you, you press like ding them, and they ding the headphone. So I'm, I'm looking through the weeds, I'm digging through the weeds, and I finally found this one headphone. I'm like, oh great, I got the one. Now I've got to ding the other. Well, I need to have the case to do that. So now I got to take my broken bike, my camera, my one AirPod. I got to hike back up the hill to my place, get the case, put the AirPod in the case, and then tell my AirPods to ding the other headphone. I got to go back and dig in the weeds. I ended up getting them, but it was a very traumatic. Uh, <laughs> so Sunday. that's a that is a hot start to the week. That's that's a good. I mean, that's a good Sunday. I I don't know what is going through your head if you like you're just zipping with no brakes. I was like, I gotta find a way not to hit the tree, not to wipe out in the gravel. That is, don't hit the electric fence. Well, That's well, terrifying. Like, uh, like went back, like pedal backwards. Did that not work as a brake either? No, oh, no, no. Yeah, that's those are the old, those are the kids' bikes that do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was also the mindset too. Like, if I start pedaling backwards while I have one hand on on, on the on the handles, like this is gonna end very poorly. So yeah, that's handled it as well as you could. Oh. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you you dealt with it. Yeah, I don't know if you could have done it better. I'm like thinking if you like hopped off, but you said you were going so fast that it's just. I tried I to know, bail timely, and here's the thing: I got home, and then about a half hour later, I got picked up for practice, and then first thing they're giving me headshots for the beginning of practice. It was it was a tough Sunday. Really I, I would have loved to have seen you like jump off the bike and try to run till you slow down and see your legs try to move at 25 miles per hour <laughs> that would have been a sight well there's a huge drop off in the ditch so you got the road oh, and then it's terrible right in the ditch so all things considered is that, like I, is this gonna be in the vlog yes it's gonna be in the vlog it's gonna be in the uh i'm going home vlog <laughs> so you have you have uh video footage of this this is this yes. is gonna be in the vlog so if you want to see trav somehow avoid dying on a bike tune in <laughs> soon to his to his to his vlog and um this will weirdly transitions now into my my next question for jesse about uh <laughs> about content creation this um, podcast is a train wreck hey, that's, good. that's great content Trav. that's great content. that is that is good content i gotta say the best part is so like the, the camera kind of like goes away from me because like i literally i do like a you know like I, I just let it go. I'm like hail mary, you know. Like I just let her go, and I just let her go in the weeds. And then as the camera's going away, and it lands, and you know, and you see the bike flip upside down, you just hear the plunk of like me hitting the weeds, and then you hear, oh, my shoulder. <laughs> uh, so that's one way to one way to get content is oh. is risk risk your life and and hope for the best and just film it, do do stupid things. I think Logan Paul used that strategy for a while, and obviously it's didn't uh it doesn't always work out well but for for bar down in particular <laughs> as for, for content creation um you guys have been pretty relevant and growing more and more every year for the past good five years six years maybe longer i'd say um how what is your strategy you know to like keep up with the trends and adapt to each year as the new kind of like wave of content comes each year like obviously tiktok is a recent thing and whatever what is your strategy personally yeah i think it's just all about adapting i think like like any industry when changes happen you got to be able to adapt um i remember just really not liking tiktok when it first came mm -hmm. out lame you know, yeah kind of bread and butter youtube and then I, I just told myself you know what you know what, man like whether you like it or not 
you want to be a, a billionaire field, you gotta you gotta get on TikTok and you gotta start making content. Mm. And and I and I started to love it. Like can we say what they want with TikTok? It's the best app in the world right now, in my opinion. It's popping. Yeah. It's it's absolutely popping. Uh, it's remarkable. It's so user friendly, and um, I mean anyone can become big on TikTok if they really put enough effort into it. So, and you can repurpose all your stuff on TikTok for Instagram. Like I'm not, I'm not the best editor on computers and stuff. Like I can edit short videos within TikTok in TikTok. And like, it's, yeah, I don't know. It allows a lot of flexibility for, for any content creator. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's all about just sticking with the times. And, uh, you also just always have to have a little fire under your, under your tuchas, right? Oh yeah. Uh, but, uh, you got to, uh, you can't let that fire burn out. Otherwise you're going to fall behind. You always got to just keep going and going and going and going and going. You got to keep that motor running. So do you, do you consume a lot of like TikTok videos or just content in general to stay up with, to date with it? Yeah, definitely. Um, at first I was like, you know, trying to see like, what are the trends on TikTok, all this stuff. But I think TikTok's kind of moving to, to an area where like, Trends aren't really as big of a deal anymore. Mm-hmm. You can kind of post anything and it'll do well. Yeah. Uh, depending on how good the content is. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you always got to keep, keep up. Unfortunately, I'm on my phone a little too much, a little <laughs> more than I'd like, but yeah, you know, so during the jet, when the jets are playing, I'm always on Twitter. I really have made a push on Twitter personally, just like to try to get bigger on that. I, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you always just got to try to stay up to date and, you know, I, it, it's not really a, a chore for me. Like I, I love my industry. I, I it, it's really like who I am now. So I'm um, just like being, you know, indulged with all of these different platforms and the jets and yeah. So I don't know. It kind of just becomes your life. And yeah. You start to I actually personally, like when TikTok came out too, I wasn't, I, I didn't really care for it because at first glance, it's like, you see those big TikTokers who sit sit there and dance, and you're like, "What is yeah. what is this dumb app?" You know, it's like this yeah. is nonsense. But then you start to realize when you go on, like the for you page personalizes for you, and you get the content that you enjoy. So it's like, yeah, I guess you really can post, you know, whatever. There's there's an area for everyone on there. Like I have a friend actually who. He he does these. I don't know, he started doing these like kind of pretty boy type uh, TikToks, but he then started posting about a book that he was reading, and apparently there's a whole thing like called book talk. There's a whole crew like very passionate people. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Books. Yeah, like he. Thing on TikTok, books, yeah. those like literally anything, camping, cooking. Like, I'm sure there's stuff for like. I'm looking at my room, sunglasses. Yeah. Hey, right? like tech microphones like man there's, there's there's everything on tiktok so it's a great app it is it's it's definitely i've been trying to be uh consistent on there trying to like grow I, i'm almost mad that i didn't i knew about it obviously when it was first popping like i don't want to say it was summer 2019 oh. it started and I just didn't, I didn't hop on and take enough advantage of it. Did you personally, when it first came out, did you hop right on it? No, I didn't. And, and, and I, I knew about it, but some time passed. And then I finally said like, yeah, it probably was like towards the end of 2019. I said, I got to hop on here. Yeah. I, I, got, I can't fall behind. And I really started to do it. And it's a lot of fun. TikTok. It is it's stressful, but it's a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. 
definitely is. Trev, what, what are your thoughts on TikTok? You're not a huge I, TikToker. You know, I find it crazy how you can throw anything on TikTok in the blender and you ne- it's it's like like the like you Forrest Gump, a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. You could have the greatest video ever and it does two hundred views and you get something you slop together in like five minutes, like bleh, see what happens. Like half a million views, like your your two million view uh, hit video. I I had one video that um, I threw on TikTok a couple months ago. I just I literally I, I did it in like October or September of last year. I was like, oh, I'll just throw it out there. Boom, quarter million views. It's incredible what happens when you throw it in the blender on TikTok. Absolutely, it's unpredictable. Yeah, you yeah, never know what you're gonna get. You really, like never you'll, do. you'll throw like five videos that won't really do well, and also on the sixth video just. Poof, pops you're like and for right. no reason just yeah. absolutely like no logic behind it just it's gonna work it hits. You go. if it hits no yeah way. it hits yeah it is cool like unlike the other algorithms where it's like dude you're fighting so like youtube yeah. instagram all like you're just you're fighting the algorithm some days and, yeah. and you and i have talked about this for 24 episodes of this podcast about <laughs> struggling on you know the other algorithms or the other apps but it's, it's you have to share crazy. you have to ask people like share share because it's it's yeah. you can't can't have that organic reach that tiktok has and I don't know, I'm curious to see what the next, you know, wave of app is or whatever. If they're how long TikTok will be around and what what happens next. It's cool to see. Yeah. Uh, well, I I've, do I do have one burning question, and it's been on my mind for about five or six minutes now. Okay. Lay it well, on me. Two two parts. One, do you remember how we met on the 21st of September, Earth, Fire, and Wind? Also, bigger Jets fan, you or me? Let's go. Well, I, I definitely wear my heart on my sleeve a little more when it comes to the Jets. <laughs> I'm never going to say to someone, I'm a bigger Jets fan than you, but like, I'm going to tell you that you're not as passionate of a Jets fan as I am. Second of all, I do remember when we met. I was at the Fort Gary Hotel, uh, from what I remember. Yeah. I had to go home. It was in the summer. I was there with my girlfriend at the time. We were staying at the Fort Gary Hotel, and I needed a light to film Digital Sports Center. And I see you staying there because you were filming a time lapse and we chatted for a bit and you said that you were like making content. I was like, bro, do you happen to have a light? And you're like, no. So I had to like go all what the is way a light? The- <laughs> I had to go all the way around the city to get a light. I was freaking out. I was so stressed. It was it was brutal. Um and uh yeah, that was a stressful time. But hey, the Fort Gary Hotel, shout shout out, great hotel and uh beautiful hotel. Now what one of the most underrated gems of Winnipeg, eh? Incredible. Yeah, yeah. And, and and we got a really reasonable deal that day. And shout out to my my girlfriend at the time who was very patient with me that day. Uh, she's ah. beauty. Uh, so uh, so yeah, that uh, that I do remember that, Trav. I remember seeing you in the lobby of the Fort Gary Hotel. Yeah, Patrick, you got to paint a picture for you. So so this hotel, they have the front desk, right? And there's two lines. There's one clerk. There's another clerk. I'm sitting in line. Um, that like they had just taken care of me like, like 20 minutes ago. They gave me like 10 room keys to do time lapses. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give you like six of them back. I don't, I don't need 10 rooms. I only need like two or three to get this, this stuff done in a timely fashion. So I'm standing in a line. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm just texting away. And then you know that feeling you get when somebody's like eyeing you down? Like like, so, like somebody's looking yeah, at yeah. you. I was like, I, I can feel, I can feel that. Oh, hey, <laughs> see that guy from Bar Down, eh? Is that not exactly what happened? Yeah, because man, I think I had posted like I personally had posted some of your stuff on Bar Down before. Like yeah. I remember the goalie thing outside of uh, like uh, what it, oh um the, the arena. Yeah, the the CL the CLC. <laughs> <Banner>. <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, I think you posted like something of like you being a goalie on the side of the highway or something. Like I remember posting that too. So uh, yeah, I definitely like remember like when we started chatting, I was like, oh yeah, like, what's up, man? Like I definitely knew who you were. So um, no, it's pretty funny, man. It was a small world. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah, reposting and stuff. Of course, man. Of course. Well, content is content, right? Chad, yeah, that's to God. Coming, coming full circle, the first thing that, that clicked in my, my mind, because, like, you, you know that feeling you get, like, when you meet somebody online, you're trying to piece, like, okay, I saw them on my phone. Does this, does this, yeah, does this match up? I think it matches up. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I saw you, and I was like, God, he's got beautiful teeth. I know you said you don't like them, but and God. A lot, was, and a lot of them. That's a lot of teeth. Wow. Like, I'm jealous, <laughs> man. Like, I, I said to Jesse, I said, you're the guy from Bar Down. He's like, yeah, you're trapped. But, you know, we, we start talking about, you know, whatever BS we were talking about. Exchange numbers, whatever. I go out to do whatever. He texts me about the light. And I, I swear to God, my my response was, what do, what do you mean a light? Oh, oh, well, I, no, I don't use those. Yeah, come, come to think of it, you were the last person I should have asked you for a light. <laughs> if you had done this podcast before. Light? Like you mean like the one on your phone? No, like a ring light. Oh no, sorry, dude. I'm I can't help you yeah. here. You're on your own. Dude, I am a bit I love the lights. Trav, you don't use any, huh? You no, just, no, honestly, not even, God, never the only time I've ever used a ring light. Um I was I was hanging out with with a lady last year in Sweden, actually, of all places, and she had just gotten this like new ring light from um God, I can't remember what store it was. Anyway, so she gets this ring light. She's telling me about it. I'm like, let, let, let me see that. Let me see that. And I'm playing around with it. I have, obviously, I always have my cameras on me at all times. So I'm playing around with it. I'm like, this is kind of nice. How much was it? It was like 200 bucks. I'm like, nope, nope, not in the budget. Damn. I got Work. studio lights. I have those, like, two, like, big ones. Those aren't those aren't 200 bucks. Might, for, like, sit down, uh, talking to, like, camera stuff, might be might be a good purchase, Trav. Or just Because you never know who you might run into and might ask you for a light and what kind of friendship you could form. Instead, you you just had a terrible start to your friendship with Jesse. Hey, yeah. but here we are. <laughs> here we are yeah, on a six to start a, the game. Yeah. Here we are having a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no cuts, nothing. This has been yeah, flowing very, smooth. very well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, anyway, we'd like to thank you for listening to Slinging the Biscuit. As always, we'd like to thank our guests for coming on on behalf of Pat Shea and myself. Also, you listener, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, the two people listening on Google, if Google's still doing podcasts by the time this airs, or you're watching the video version on YouTube with my beautiful new setup here down in uh, West Coast, Sweden. Again, thank you to Jesse for coming on. Enjoy the song. <laughs> <laughs>